Hi everyone, it's George and James here from the What's on Disney Plus podcast. In this bonus episode, we're going to be doing a retro review of Oliver and Company, which is available now on Disney Plus. But before we go any further, just a big um, thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and on YouTube memberships. So a quick shout out for September to um, Lauren, Jacob, Sarah, The Juice, What's on Netflix, Andrew, and also to Julie. One over at YouTube, a big hello and thank you to Mike, Eddie, Jay, Joshua, Drew, Sarah, and also Adam. So again, huge support and members of either YouTube members or Patreons do get access to episodes like this a week earlier than everybody else as a nice little bonus. Um, so moving on from there, um, let's jump into Oliver and Co. Because this was one, I think you popped up and a lot of people joined in on the Patreon and said that they wanted to see us talk about it. So let's start off with you. What did you think of it? Or was your thoughts on Oliver and Co? Well, I really enjoy it. I think that's obvious from previous comments. Um, it's it's a nostalgic movie for me. I, and I have um, a certain bias towards it. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see the bias over my shoulder yeah. here. Um, and it's probably backwards, but you can figure it out. Um, <laughs> I do like the Oliver story, Oliver Twist. Um, it's just a, a solid adaptation and is I like the music with it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that part. <laughs> okay, so so he's not he's not sitting there going, please sir, can I have some more? But yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever really I've watched Oliver Twist. I I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think I've actually ever watched that movie, but I'm not going, Oh, right, that makes more sense. <laughs> The characters are even named after him. You've got Fagin and and Sykes and all these guys in it. Yeah, but if I've um, not watched the original, I wouldn't. I didn't. I hadn't. Didn't really know. Yeah, that. that's it's fair. I'm sure that yeah. a lot of people actually haven't. Um, as far as I know, there hasn't been a recent adaptation of um, Oliver Twist, or at least a major one, yeah. in quite some time. If if you talk about the movie, most people still go back to like the black and white one from, yeah. from way back when. Uh, so this might actually be the most recent version of Oliver Twist that most people would be aware of. Uh, even if they don't know that it is, in fact, Oliver Twist. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, right. <laughs> like I miss a major plot point. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, a little yay, a little nay. Um, it, it's also obviously modernized. It takes place in, uh, at the time, modern New York. Uh, and so yeah, you, d- you don't have the trappings of you know, England and such from, from the time period. Uh, and some of the characters are very different from what they they were is part of the transition is they they become you know, animals like, and art, you know artful dodger and, and oliver yeah yeah why did I <laughs> artful dodger uh, i'm having a real bold moment there we go <laughs> they, to be fair they don't call him artful dodger his yeah. name is just dodger in the movie um but yeah it's all twist <laughs> Hey, I think we're done here. That's, we can't top that. All right, no. So that's my opinion. I like it. I really like the music. There are a couple of songs that even today are still in most of my playlists. Uh, the opening credit song, uh, which is one of Billy Joel's, and then the one where the girl is playing the piano uh, after she first meets Oliver and you and me together and all that stuff. So I really like this movie. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, especially now that it's from... <laughs> I'll be honest, this was a movie I don't know if I'd seen. I don't know if I've actually seen this movie before. Because um, I had it on, and my wife comes and goes, what are you watching? I said, Oliver and Company. She's like, have we ever watched that? So it's like, I mean, it's like 
half past seven in the morning and we're going to work and we're both watching over again. And it was like going, okay. That's like, and we go, when did this come out? It's like, oh, this is back in the eighties. Like we both missed it. I don't know. It's like, this was one of those movie, Disney movies that like, I must've just missed. I don't remember it being on TV very much. Um, it's one of those movies. I don't think we've seen, you don't see very much merchandise. There's no, there's not a lot of talk about it. I remember getting the Dodger, Vinomation was like one of the first Vinomation figures I remember getting in, in the blind box and going, who's that? Um, yeah, so this was a movie that, I'll be honest, I didn't really know. And I kind of watched it and I was like, going, okay, it's kind of good. It was a bit, I'd be, as, as far as like Billy, Billy Ido, I, did Billy he do Joel. the black, Billy Joe, did he do the white wedding one? Or am I getting him mixed up with somebody else? No, that, that was Billy Idol. <laughs> And actually, I'm, I I can't say that. I, I got I'm also confused because Billy Ocean was on on the news the other day, and I go, was he was as yeah. So I this is a movie where I went in like as blind as I possibly could without my glasses on, and just like yeah, I all of that just completely went over my head. It was like I watched it and I thought the story was good, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought you know it's obviously the cat there, it's pouring with rain and it's cute, and no one's picking it up, and it. I like that whole aspect of them like stealing food and being taken in and I, I thought that was good is that thing that I just remember where this see I was there was it they I was thinking more like it's the Santa Claus when the, the crow takes the dog and there was just like a weird thing of us going okay I see what you're doing and then they had the whole thing with this bad villain I mean they killed uh, the way they killed him in the end it was like oh that's pretty brutal they didn't they didn't pull hold back when they had him just smash into a train um that whole kind of chase scene was just like, okay, I, it's like, see where we go. And um, the music, uh, I, to be honest, Billy Idol, I've, I, I wouldn't, I, Billy Joe, I don't even know, who, I don't know a single song of his. So I've got like no, no you, you connection probably, with him. You probably do, you just don't know they're his. That, that's me for most music, but Billy Joel is one of the, the artists that I grew up with. I know oh, most I, oh I see who he is now. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Googling and see who he is. Um, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if he was, I don't know if he was, maybe, maybe he wasn't that big over here in the UK when I was growing up. Maybe that was. He is a very American centric uh, singer. Yeah. He's, he was from that, that kind of time period of like blue collar singer um, singing about life in America. I can see why that wouldn't necessarily make it across. He was big in Russia, apparently though. That's a kind of an odd jump, but yeah, yeah. In any event, if you're not familiar with the singer, it, it actually doesn't matter too much because this is still from that era of Disney where there were names involved. Billy Joel being a name. You also have um, Dom, Dom DeLuise in, in uh, playing Fagin. You have Cheech Marin in there. I think uh, Bette Midler had a role in it as well. I think she was the poodle. Um, but Uptown, you, Uptown Girl. I don't know that one. And yeah, Just the Way You I, Are. Like yeah. I said, you, you probably know the songs. You just don't know they're yeah. his. Um, but yeah. this was before... Disney really started advertising actors. I know that really changed with Aladdin, you know, when yeah. Robin Williams was all over the, the poster uh, against his wishes, no less, but, you know, uh, but before that, you know, uh, you look at even the stuff from the eighties, black cauldron, you don't mm. even, okay. So most people don't even know black cauldron, but yeah. you don't know any of the actors in it. You don't know any of the actors in Robin hood, the animated one. You don't know the actors in sword in the stone, uh, and definitely don't know the actors of Cinderella and Snow White. Obviously, I know there are people listening to this who are very hardcore Disney fans who do know the actors. I'm just saying that Disney did not advertise, you know, Snow White voiced by blank, Cinderella voiced by blank. It was Cinderella 
And th- this was this was arguably one of the last movies that was in that phase, even though it had name actors in it. Mm. It's funny because you mentioned because I, I just was here looking at the sea like like with Billy Joel and like yeah he, he only ever had one one number one Uptown Girl in the UK and get a few hits in the top. but yeah it very I maybe that's that kind of thing and again this movie I don't know it just it it was one of those I don't remember it being a big thing here in the UK and. The trouble is, like at that time of my life, if my local video shop didn't have it available for 50p when you rented another video, or it wasn't shown on the BBC, you wouldn't have, that was it. That was your only access to these kind of movies. So those, if, if it wasn't on their rotation and they didn't have the rights or whatever it was, you just didn't, you just didn't see it. And there were so many of that era that you just didn't see because of that, that was our system. You know, you, my little local corner video shop was my viewing. And if they didn't have it, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> and to be fair, that's not much different than it was here either. Um, Oliver and Company, Black Cauldron, movies like that, they, they just weren't shown. They, they weren't on TV. I don't recall seeing them at uh, the store that would become Blockbuster. I don't remember what the yeah. original name uh, for my local store was. But they, they weren't available. And of course, this was also in the time when Disney didn't do uh, annual releases of the movies. It wouldn't be okay. You go to the movie theater and you see Beauty and the Beast. Uh, sorry, Beauty and the Beast was the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you would go to the movie theater and you'd see the Rescuers or or uh, Black Cauldron. It wouldn't be out on VHS or Betamax. Uh, you know, for at least a year, if not longer. No, the idea. Um, of, yeah, see, of apparently it. this is this is then this is why I've just look here on our good source of Wikipedia. Despite the financial success at the box office, Oliver and Co. was not released on home video, despite being one of the most requested Disney films. After its release, it was only released in 1996, eight years later. So, yeah, that was why I didn't see it. I, you know, eight years old when it came out, I didn't go to cinemas. I, you know, and therefore it wasn't available. So, therefore, that was just that's a prime reason of how. You know, there was a reason why I didn't see it because it just wasn't available in, in my, uh, available to watch. It wasn't available here, and it, it's from that uh, let's call it like dark age of of Disney movies. They exist. They have uh, fan bases, like you said. People were were requesting it, but they just they aren't well known. And it had the misfortune of coming right before Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, which was really that 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 brand new period. And it also apparently came out on the same day as The Land Before Time, which... Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, so technically, apparently, it didn't outdo it. But, yeah, so it d- didn't kind of... So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this now going, like, well, how, how did I miss... Like, okay, there was a legitimate reason why I hadn't seen it. <laughs> it wasn't out. <laughs> it was, um, you know, like, at that age, I don't remember, you know, we weren't taking the cinemas. That, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a bit... Something like, and I, I and you try to remember a movie from when you're eight is a bit tricky, but then when it got re-released when I'm you know when we're in our like twenties, it's not again it's not a movie you would jump in on. So there again, you see, this is how so much has changed over the years. Of again, when we were watching it, and why my wife couldn't remember it, you know, because it was you know that kind of thing. It has a massive impact. Decades, a decision made. You think back in. You know, 1989, about some executive about not releasing it due to financial issues at Disney, can mess that movie up for decades of people not having any connection to it. Yeah, and 
not even just not releasing the movie. It didn't have a presence at the park parks. Uh, it did not have presence in merchandise. Uh, you know, there, there may have been something when it was released in the park, but obviously both you and I are way too young to remember if there was any promotional stuff going on then. Yeah. And, 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 he, and now there, there's nothing you might yeah. get in the, an occasional pin release. They might have, uh, well, they don't, they don't do the vinyl nations anymore. Yeah. They don't really do them. Yeah. So you might get that, or you might get a, a random Funko pop when, when Funko is scraping the bottom yeah. of the Disney barrel. Uh, and it's, yeah, it doesn't really deserve that. Now I will grant you, it's not an exceptional movie. It, it's not a, a must see, you know, you guys are missing out on a true Disney classic here. But it is a solid movie. Uh, you just have to know what you're going in on because it's also a pretty dark uh, Disney movie, especially towards the end. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it's like a thing of like, I thought, it was, yeah, it's good. I was sort of watched it and then I'm like, okay. You know, you kind of got the, uh, that kind of thing of where you don't see the villain from the from the feet up, that kind of thing that they did. And I don't know, it was, it was like, I watched it and I got to the end of it. I'm like, okay, cool. It's fine. Um, I wasn't blown away with it. Right. But also, um, if you've never seen it before, like me, it's it's worth checking out. But also, and I think that if if your kid is watching Moana on repeat or Frozen on repeat, maybe start trying to make them watch some other stuff. You know, go down the list, pick some movies out, and start kind of giving them something else to watch rather than Milan. Because it's God, somebody the the trending tab shows me that people are just watching the same movies on on repeat. Um, get in there watches because this is again it's like um we do these retro reviews and uh, to be honest i really enjoy this aspect of of kind of going and finding either lost gems that i didn't know about or movies because this is especially i mean there's another one that we wanted to talk about soon about like the great mouse detective remember that being advertised mm-hmm. as a kid but i don't know if i've actually ever seen it um again that whole era of disney was just such a weird place of the 80s and the 90s were so they weren't you had the Renaissance, but before the Renaissance and after the Renaissance, things got a bit ropey. And, you know, this 80s era just doesn't get remembered in the same way. And I can see why, because ultimately, these are not a touch on the stuff from the 60s and the 70s. You know, the, they like lost the musical aspects. They didn't have the, the catchiness to it. You know, I, yeah, you know the songs, because, you know, but for me, I don't remember, I don't know a single song from it. It's not played at the parks, you know, then, and that kind of, Disney aspect of it's like Mulan, you know. We did a you know, we watched that. I know more of the Mulan songs and the characters from visiting the parks than I did watching the movie. You know, I knew the music because of them using it, and that was that kind of synergy that they use. Whereas Oliver and Co., yep, yeah, that one's in the in the pile of we don't touch that one, right? And as much as I do like the songs from it, they aren't traditional Disney songs. They, they typically are not telling the story, at least the one sung by Billy Joel himself. They, they are more his style where he's, he's kind of telling a narrative, but it's not directly the narrative of what you're watching. Now there is the one with the, the girl playing the piano and, and you know, she's you know, like, we're going to be best friends and you and me together and all that stuff. There is that. But it doesn't have that same cadence, that same kind of stuck in your headness that the stuff from Beauty and the Beast or Little Mermaid or even the older stuff like, um, you know, Top, you know Upon a yeah. Star and, and all that. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? You think of like, you know, Tarzan, you think of Jungle Book, you know, you have songs which, you know, you just go for it. And again, it's repetition. If you don't have these, these movies on 
you know, as as a kid, that didn't go in there, obviously, because this, this is the issue. But now you can watch on this. It's definitely, again, one of those things are going, I, I think I had seen it, and I maybe had seen it before, but this was a perfect opportunity of watching something and going, I'm going, I vaguely remember something about this. I remember the, the, the and then they're like watching going, yeah, no, I really don't think I have seen this. And that was like quite a, quite a strange thing of going, I would, I could have gone and swore I'd seen it. And I'm like, yeah, this is brand new on me. And I'm like, okay. It's kind of quite nice at the minute, especially with so little out of kind of watching an old movie because suddenly an old movie becomes new if you've never seen it. There is certainly that. And that's definitely true for young kids. Like you, you were mentioning before, they, they're watching Moana, Frozen, Frozen 2, so on. There is a whole giant catalog of movies uh, from Disney that they have not seen. And I'm not talking about Cinderella or Snow White. If they haven't seen those, you should probably show them those so that they at least get the history. But there's that whole period uh, up from, say, Robin Hood, maybe, uh, up to, but not including, The Little Mermaid. Probably have never seen any of them. Maybe don't start with The Black Cauldron. Just saying. It's funny as well, because I think, kids are so much more used to the, the CGI effect of movies now. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the art style is, I mean, there was one thing that really did notice about with Oliver and co was the grainy look of the city, but also the advertising of like Kodak and um, you know, Coca-Cola and <laughs> we're, we're not uh, sponsored by Coca-Cola. <laughs> I wish it was. Um, <laughs> no, but they're, they're artifacts. You know, they they are things that maybe don't even make sense. I guess Kodak's making a bit of a resurgence these days. But yeah, that it does capture how New York, at least a stylized version of New York from that time period. And there are things in this movie that it, you might have to explain to your kids because they don't have modern equivalents anymore. But also as well, um, not even that, but New York has changed so much since the 80s. I mean, in the 80s, it was a real rough, like, you know, nobody went there. They had the, the boom of tourism and all the rest of it. And it kind of, and because back in the 80s, it was a very different, it was a gritty, dark place. And, you know, you know, it was it was a scary place. It was, searching it there was, was interesting. I thought as a whole, you know, Oliver, you know, he looked pretty cute and all the rest of it. The other dogs and stuff, I mean, I, I love the little uh, chihuahua. And the whole um, side effect of his like love interest in the poodle, and then him just like running away at the end <laughs> in his little sailor outfit. Um, and I, I love that with the little s- subtleties of all of that. Um, but yeah, I thought, yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect. It's it's actually um, funny that you mentioned before you know the CGI aspects yeah. of modern movies. This was one of the first Disney movies that used CGI. It was used for the car at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was the first, but it, it's definitely one of the first. And it, it's kind of amazing how far we've come. And I'm not even, not even talking like Frozen, which are entirely CGI or, or Toy Story, but just you can tell it's a different style, yeah. that, that it is animated in a different style, that the animation, that the fluidity or not of the car is very different from everything around it. And you can just tell. And modern animation that uses CGI to supplement it, more often than not these days, you can't really tell unless they do the texturing batter or, or yeah. something like that. No, but as, as a whole, I thought Oliver and Co is definitely worth checking out. I enjoyed it. Um, probably, a, probably a three out of five. It was, it wasn't, 
it's not one I I put on my top tier. But I'm glad I watched it. Glad some new and and I learned something today. I, I <laughs> definitely learned something. I can't believe I missed that. That how that I I, can't, I really can't believe I missed. I said I've never read Oliver Twist. Literally, all I know is please sir, can I have some more? That's an artful dodger because of my name. That's literally my entire knowledge of Oliver Twist. So now I can say I know what Oliver Twist is all about. It's about cat. <laughs> I think people might look at you a little weird on that one. Keeping in mind... He gets destroyed by a train at the end. (laughs) The cat does not get destroyed by a train. Let's be clear on that. Um, If you have not seen Oliver and Company, or Oliver Twist for that matter, uh, this does not have your your typical um, animal movie uh, sad ending. There's not a whole bunch of like dead dogs at the end of it, thankfully. Um, I did. I did say it's it's dark. It's it's still lighter than the actual Oliver Twist, though. <laughs> that is a really dark story at times. Um, yeah, I, I I recommend watching it. It's a good alternative to the, the movies that they've had on repeat. Even if you don't have kids, it's it's a pretty solid Disney movie. It's not going to. Uh, it's probably not going to jump to the top of your favorite Disney movies of all times, but it should sit solidly in the middle. You should enjoy your time with it. The music is good. The animation is good. The story holds up. Uh, it's just, you can tell that there is a generational gap between it and Little Mermaid and Beauty and the yeah. Beast and all that, even though they're, they're literally only a handful of years apart. I mean, yeah, literally a year. I mean, 80, this was 88, the year before Little, Little Mermaid. Different, and a diff, I mean, you, such a difference in how that movie has been treated with time. You know, now it's on a completely different, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm sure Disney are working on a live-action version of it, but um, who knows? But, Probably, yeah. Yeah. Let us know if what you thought of Oliver and Co. You know, let me know. Um, and I know I'm, I'm going to get some stick for this one. I know this one's a bad one. Because it's like, it's, but there we yeah. go. Like I said, this is where you come into it, where you, all you know is the name and the, and the picture on the front, and you've not read anything. I'd not, I'll be honest, I didn't do any research on it at all. I just put it on. And I think that sometimes that can, that can be for the best. I'm also, but, I'm, I'm going to remember this episode as like the only time in my life where I have more musical knowledge than the person <laughs> I'm talking to. <laughs> that is a very rare occasion for me. Yeah, I just, I, 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 but I'm putting this down to cult, um, international differences. I'll, I'll give you that. I, yeah, I think I think this is where um, it is. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my excuse. I'm going to stick to that one really well. Um, but on that note, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back um, with another episode soon. Remember, patrons and YouTube members get to contribute early and let us know some uh, vote on which one of these movies we're going to do, and also get to see them a little bit earlier. And you can do that by hitting that little join button. But anyway, guys, thank you very much for hitting that subscribe button and we shall see you guys soon. Laters. Later. Later.